You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Tanya Pinkins. Welcome back for part two of my conversation with... Psychotherapist Elizabeth Arnold. I've heard of a couple of things. I'm not sure. I know that, um, uh, you know, some of the group that we went, uh, traveled with, they are working with some college in England to do a sort of entheogen training. And then MAPS is doing something. Are you going to yep. be involved in any of that? I am hoping to be um, involved with. Uh, one of the groups in England at um, at uh, King's College, and um, they are we are hoping to work with um, a research center in Peru. Um, I think it's very very hard to carry out research in the states right now because because the substances are not legal unless you are um, a certified church, mm. um, and I think there's still a lot of mistrust in, you know, the academic community about what is this. Um, and I think also in the, in the States, um, any research subject has a, a huge amount of rights. And if anything were to go wrong with a substance, I think that would be getting into very scary territory. So um, what is in discussion is to carry out research in South America where it is legal. Um, and even that, there's a, a lot to set up before that can happen. But I can certainly give you an update, I would say, in six months as to that unfolding. But it would really be looking at changes before and after. Um, how can you tell? I mean, how well, do you, you measure know, changes? As a as psychiatrist and psychologist, it's like we're used to giving measures. And the medical doctors, they're also used to measures that would, um, you know, ask somebody questions and that are standardized ways of assessing if somebody's depressed, if someone's suicidal, um, you know, somebody's anxiety, somebody's um, sense of, you know, disconnection from their their own body you know there is there are skills kind of for everything um you know medical doctors are more used to looking at markers that are you know genetic or epigenetic you know whether it's through body fluids or through um mris or through ekgs and so there's huge potential for um beginning to assess and document um that these are profound and life possibly life-changing medicines, but we're not, we're not quite there yet. But um, I'll definitely update you because there's a lot of stuff in the mix or in the works. And how and why do you think this is going to change the world? You know, each, each person that has had this experience, um, it becomes kind of like a sacred touchstone. 
um, when people have mystical experiences, it seems like you can't go back to unseeing what you've seen or to not knowing what you suddenly know in your bones. Um, and so that that's really, I mean, can I prove that things are changed or going to change? No, but there's a kind of knowing. It's um, a word that's used a lot in these communities is in, ineffable, um, which is in a lot of spiritual texts and a lot of, um, I guess, religious experiences that people have. It's really an experience that can't be captured in words. Like it's that experience where words, you see them as a construction that really falls short. Um, and so I think uh, the more people have these experiences and the larger that the tribe grows, um, there will be a tipping point at which there's no turning back. <laughs> so Yeah, that would be I nice. I do believe that. That would be yeah. very, very nice. Yeah. Is there only one medicine that you work with? <clears throat> right now I am kind of focusing. Um, and that requires... Yeah, we had a, like three or four down in that. Oh, that's true. That is true. Um, we did, uh, we had the option to do uh, purgative um, which is an interesting Sangre substance. De, well, we did that one actually. We did a purgative called Sangre de Grado, and Sangre then Grado. there was another one that is actually a poison Pino called Blanco. Pinon Blanco. That's what you did. A master plant. Yeah, you take that in, and you have to then um, swallow enough bowls of water to purge it out of you within ninety to one hundred twenty minutes. You know, an hour and a half, two hours, or it's toxic. So it's. Um, there are things like that, you know, there's got to be a commitment to um, really purifying one system. So, you know, to get that out, to, to take in the Pinon Blanco and then to get it out of your system, um, it's supposed to kind of pull out impurities, detox your liver, detox your kidneys, and even um, detox kind of emotional, um, you know, maybe grooves that get set really deep that are in fact quite toxic to somebody. So, um I am, I think, beginning to feel the outlines of, of all that work now that I've kind of got my strength back and, you know, got my, you know. Your mojo back yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. I was a little weak there coming back in. Well, I, I have to ask you as a therapist because this is just like, you know, there's times when I'm down there and I'm in the room and I'm like, I'm vomiting and I'm like, yeah. why the fuck did I pay this for this? Like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with me? We paid for this. It could be at the we beach. paid to be vomiting together in a room in the dark. What the fuck is that? What is that? Like, what kind of people do that? I'm one, but you're yeah. a therapist. What's wrong with us? <laughs> There's absolutely nothing wrong with us. I think, you know, as uh, creative people, as, um, you know, deeply feeling people, and I think you said at the beginning, you know, creatives with artists, it's like, is that double-edged sword, you know, that there's a sensitivity to the world, which can be incredibly painful and exquisitely beautiful, and that we're seekers. And um, most of the people that are drawn to the medicine are drawn to it. I mean, it calls you. Um, it's not something that somebody imposes on somebody else. It's like, if you're going to put yourself into a situation of, you know, 104 degrees, mosquitoes ready to, you know, cannibalize you, bats everywhere, you know, Amazonian-sized cockroaches. It's like you've got to have a calling that's stronger than the discomfort of all that. And it's a kind of a calling. It's like your soul is 
there and needing release mm. from something. And yeah. I, I, you know, it feels like mm. culturally we are all beginning to acknowledge that we're in that place. And so many of the people who were in our group were like the top of their game. Yeah. You know, people who had success, had money, had companies, and yet they were Absolutely. finding that that was not the answers they were seeking were not in that. You know, the, the capitalist model, the material culture is not a spiritually meaningful one. You can't buy, you know, a kind of um, a soul fullness. And I think that's the allure now, that mm. people are going to a more ancient wisdom that's always quietly been there, that, you know, our Western culture has kind of come in and just exploited because it's a quiet wisdom that lives in harmony. And these models that, you know, we're all living within come in and take advantage or have taken advantage of that. Um, so I love the fact that there are people that have, you know, are 30 and have sold their company for multi-million dollars that are like, you know, okay, but that's not what I'm looking for. Mm. And so they're going to the Amazon and they're vomiting next to us <laughs> <laughs> because there's... Um, they're seeking something more. Like they, they did yeah. the thing that capitalism said, da da this yeah. is it. And they're like, uh, no, this can't be it. It doesn't, it doesn't <clears throat> feed one soul, one spirit. And I think um, the pull back around to that as a culture is um, kind of our big, our last big hope. <laughs> I hope so. I hope yeah. so. One of the sort of pieces that I've been experiencing and really just finding the words for it since I've been back is I don't, I've been very busy uh -huh. and I've been probably more social than I've ever been in New York because I'm in a space that I really like and I've been hosting people in my home and yet I feel more alone. I feel more alone. I don't, I, I don't know if it's just I'm just aware of the existential aloneness that we all have, but I'm just aware that, oh, my life is so full and sure. so many people, but... What's I'm missing? Really what, what is it that's different than the, the, more, the tribal feeling in the Maloka? What's I don't know. Different? Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, this is, I'm just putting words on it. Because sure. at first I was, sort of, I was sort of just waking up and feeling quote, lonely. Mm. And then I said, but no, you've been socializing every day. Interesting. <laughs> so this is something else. And I, I'm also reading 10 arguments for the elimination of all your social media accounts. And it Ooh. talks about how social media is designed to make you sad. And so, you know, I, when I read that yesterday, I got real happy. I was like, oh, maybe this is just, you know, a side effect of, of going on social media. Sure. Which I've been going on more because I'm promoting my movie, Red Pill, and you know, so maybe it is just can't wait to see a side effect of going on social media. And he describes it as you start judging yourself compared to these pictures of everybody else's great life. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. And you just feel like, God, my, my life here looking at it doesn't compare to their pictures. That's <laughs> true. We're also living, you know, really cut off from the rhythms of the natural world. If you look outside, we're in this beautiful place with this incredible view of Manhattan. Yes. But it's very different than you know, waking up in the jungle and hearing the layers of insect sounds and bird sounds and hearing the wind through, you know, different leaves and how different that sounds. Like you really, there's some, that fills 
a person Mm -hmm. in a very different way than traffic and the kind of, you know, it's almost like in an airtight building, there's a feeling of being sealed in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. And that to me leads to a feeling of loneliness, Mm -hmm. even if you are surrounded by people that you love. Mm -hmm. It's a very, it's a kind of alienated space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's an interesting thing I'm going to have to deliberate on. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because yeah. I, you know, I I didn't like my other place because I was like, I'm in a high rise. I'm in a garden of concrete and steel and, yeah. um, you know, concrete, steel and glass. And I'm still in the same thing, but I have just a nicer space where I can actually see the sky. you got to see the sky. The fact is, yeah. I am still in the garden of concrete and steel and glass. Sure, sure, sure. Do you feel a difference when you go home versus when you're in the city working? I do. I live in the woods now. I was in the city 23 years, and I just got to a point where I I just knew, you know, I can't be here anymore. I love being here. I mean, I love coming down here, and there's so many memories here. I moved here when I was 22, lived here for a good long time through raising a little kid. Um, But now I need the woods. Like, I can go out my back door and go hiking. Um, there's, you know, bird life everywhere. Um, last year there was a bear paid a little visit, you know, and, um, I need that. Yeah. What do you find you, what happens if you don't get it? I start to feel the only way I can describe it is like wiggy, you know, that feeling when you're in a room with fluorescent light and after a while, everything starts to look a little strange and you hear the hum Mm. and that becomes loud. I start to get that's. That, the equivalent of that feeling. Mm. Um, I don't know any other way to describe it. I call it wiggy, like just um, alienated, you know. Mm. I um, wonder if that's what I'm having. I'm having the wiggies. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, come visit anytime. Oh, <laughs> we'll I'm, go hiking. I'm going to take you up on that invitation. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus now if people are interested in this therapeutic uh, way of working with the medicine. Do you have any um, knowledge about how uh, people who are interested in this therapeutic way could even begin to access that? Sure. I mean, I would definitely um, go on a number of websites. One is, um, well, I go on the two people that brought me into the medicine. So, um, Bia Labate, I would go on, I think it's Chakruna, C H A C R U N A dot net. Huge resource. Um, for all sorts of things, for building community. Um, there are hundreds of articles that people have written. Okay. Um, there is a place called the Ayahuasca Foundation oh. down in Peru. 
that was started by a man named Carlos Tanner, T-A-N-N-E-R. It's a huge resource. Um, Dr. Joe Tafor, the medical doctor, um, who's bridging the worlds of kind of spiritual um, healing and Western medicine. Um, his book, The Fellowship of the River, is a great introduction to how to kind of integrate, you know, the, the, the world that we actually live in now and, you know, bringing in a more spiritual element. And he has a website, I believe it's called modernspirit.org. Um, and he's starting a series of podcasts on there, which are amazing to listen to. So once you start, you know, start with those three and um, that'll lead to something else, which will lead to something else. Here's a question. I mean, I'm just a personal question. I don't know if you have an answer, but do you think there's uh, anything different about, you know, the ceremonial use of the medicines versus the uh, social use of the medicines? Oh, that's a huge question. I'm so glad you bring that up. Yeah. Um, the ceremonial use of the medicines is a profound um, and important thing. It's like they've been used in cultures as a sacrament. Um, you know, it's, it is hard to use something like ayahuasca as a medicine of, you know, to, to party with because <laughs> it purges your system. Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, it has a built-in safety there. But, you know, from what I understand, there's a lot of non-ceremonial use or people that are giving the medicine in settings that are not conducive to um, kind of the ultimate um, in, in terms of a sacred experience, you know, to do it in a crowded building, um, to do it without someone who's really been trained. You know, the shamans that um, are down in the Amazon have grown up in lineages where they're, you know, from the time they're small children, they're in, sitting in ceremony. Um, yeah, what, they give the medicine to children. Yeah. What they say is that in doing their diets with the different master plants, sometimes for years at a time, they're in isolation, you bring your nervous system down to the place um, where it, they believe that the plants can actually begin to communicate with you. Mm. But that means eliminating from your diet for sometimes years at a time, you know, caffeine, salt, sugar, fat, red meat, pork, um, eliminating sexual activity um, or any sort of arousal. Um, and I think if you're going into a ceremony with someone who has treated it like that sort of, of sacred mystical experience, you're in really good hands because your nervous system is raw, you're vulnerable. Um, you need someone who can, who can hold in a context anything that you go through. And um, to do it casually, I think, can be really, really dangerous. So, Do you feel like called to be a shaman? If I could devote the next 40 years to study, I would say yes. But realistically, um, you know, I could study for 10 years and I would be scratching the surface. It's mm. such um, a deep, ancient, profound, um, you know, training. Um, I would love to have the opportunity to take this as far as I personally can, you mm. know, balancing motherhood and having to make a living and all the other things. Um, right. So, yeah. Yeah, I was like, please don't call don't call. I, I can't do it. I can't come to the jungle. <laughs> if it's me, if enlightenment is me and a cockroach, I'm not, I'm not going to make oh. it this lifetime. I can't do the cockroach. You can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Not all no. places have that. There are some places oh. that are not so, uh, we had a pretty gritty we were in experience. The, we was in the jungle for real. That was real. That oh. was real jungle. Yeah. Oh, you mean the other places <laughs> you went to weren't like that? No. 
what were they yeah. like? Because I can't do the jungle. A like little kinder and gentler with hammocks, um, lots of kind of flowers and um, the botanical garden where you could, if you're dieting a certain plant, you can go and sit with that plant. Oh. Um, this was this was um, a rough and tumble, you know, uh, like the gauntlet. You know, I'm glad we yes. did it. Yeah, we did but, the gauntlet. Uh, but you were doing yeah. the gauntlet after having done the nice and nice. What was that like? Rougher. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was my first time, and it was like, oh, oh man, never again. Yeah. So you're saying there's other times. Well, I, I don't want to be and- the one to convince you to call you back to the jungle, but <laughs> let me just say that that was the roughest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I, that was I'm, rough. I'm weak. Yeah. yeah. I'm weak. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I'm just I didn't know that I was going to make it through. I, I, totally I made it through, know. but it was you like... Did. It was a moment I was like, get me the fuck out of here. I don't care what it costs. I'll pay it. I get felt that me way out. Too. I felt that way too. Yeah. Yeah, it was relentless. But I, I feel stronger for having done it. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel changed. I feel... Um, I wouldn't have met you. That's right. So that's good. Yeah, no. Um, I, 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 the medicine has changed my life. It's changed yeah. the quality of my life. And, mm-hmm. and some, you know, some shit came up for me down there. Like stuff that I... I think that there's that spiral way of we we evolve. You know, we we deal with a certain aspect of something, and then we get a, a relief from it, and then it comes back up again. Comes roaring back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I went back into a dark hole for a bit, but I'm out of it right now. And you know, yeah, I good. It, it, Enjoy yeah. the light. I'm enjoying the light <laughs> up here on this 40th floor. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you want to say about this medicine and mm-hmm. um, its potential for um, transforming lives? I will say that um, as a visual artist, I do find that it's given me um, a real freedom, a latitude to think about things differently, see things differently. Um Experientially, I feel like sometimes in ceremonies, I'll be picturing my studio and a, a painting or a three-dimensional thing that I'm working on, and I'll see it from a completely different angle. So as a tool for creativity and busting out of mindsets that might be constricting, I also find that to be incredibly liberating. Do you have quote-unquote visuals on the medicine? I really don't. I don't either. Yeah. I have um, physical experiences, mm-hmm. um, deeply emotional insights. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the things that I find the most, like the deepest, the saddest, and the most profound is that I'll be able to, like, ask my right arm, like, tell me your story, or ask, you know, a, a part of my body that feels stiff or constricted tell me what's happening and I will it will open a whole host of memories Mm. Um, so things like that I think open you also in your day-to-day life to think about people differently to think about if you're um, an actor for example or a singer or a dancer like you are back in your body at a in a different way you're more embodied it's like spirit and body are the same thing so that's that I found incredibly helpful. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So you're gonna sing the birth like a she bear song with me right now? Yeah. 
Yana Hoey. Okay, I gotta sing one round so I get. I'm gonna sing one round. So we're gonna sing a a Native American song going out today. Okay. Uh, Yana Hoey Yahowene, which is birth like a she bear, because we're always we're birthing our lives, we're birthing our dreams, we're birthing our visions. Get the microphone ready because it's gonna be loud. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. Yana Hoey Yahowene. Yana hoey hoey ne hoey hoey ne hey ne yana hoey hoey ne keep going yana hoey hoey ne yana hoey hoey ne Thank you, Elizabeth Arnold. Thank you. And may you all birth like she-bears. You're listening to You Can't Say That. I'm Tanya Pinkins, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Thank you. Thanks for listening to You Can't Say That, the show where you can. I'm Tanya Pinkins. This is part of the Broadway Podcast Network, produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Derek Gunther, music by Anthony Norman, available wherever you get your podcast. And visit me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and let me know what you'd like to hear me talk about. For more information, visit bpn.fm forward slash YCST. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.